Have you been feeling stuck, exhausted, and finding yourself living as a passenger in your own life? By giving away so much of your energy and power to everyone and everything around you. But you? Well, you are not alone. My name is Dr. Valérie Johnston Dugama, osteopath, and I have been there too. After being burned out, exhausted, I decided to take control of my life and get back into my driver's seat. It wasn't easy though, but I did it. And you can do it too. In this podcast, I will share stories, invite guest speakers, and provide insight and tips on how to turn your life around and move back into your driver's seat. My guest says that it's easy to unravel the backstory of healing from an Indian background. Her story has been of facing adversities, finding her feet, exploring her identity, and establishing connections. While growing up, she always held a fascination with all things creative. She understands how self-expression can be used to sort through mental chaos, gain clarity, and in turn, nurture physical, psychological, and emotional well-being. She said that art therapy provides her with an approach to facilitate positive change in people's lives using creative means. So, drawing from over a decade of experience, working, facilitating, interacting with people from different backgrounds and all workers' lives has allowed her to gain valuable insight. So in our conversation today, it's about how art can be used as a proactive way to boost and nurture mental health. Thank you and welcome Rupa to the Driver's Seat Club. Hi, Valerie. Thank you so much for having me in the Driver's Seat Club today. I wanted to say you're doing a great job and I love your podcast and I hope uh, this work reaches a lot of women as you intend to. Oh, thank you so, so much. And uh, you're doing a great work too with uh, trying to heal using creativity and artwork. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. So I found a place called Mind Chetra. Mind Chetra works on this concept that mental health is on a continuum and uh, we not only should view it from a state of illness, but also proactively use strategies. And I use creativity as one of the strategies. In uh, philosophy is that we all have life stories and our life stories and we get to be the author, just like how in your driver's seat club, you get to be in the driver's seat. I believe we get to be the author of our life. To do that, I use and teach creativity as a strategy. Oh, that's amazing. When you were trying to open your own business, you had a bit of an experience that happened during the COVID. This journey of starting or founding a place which helps people on their mental health journey or mental health wellness was a seed which I had in my mind six years ago. So I went and did my master's. It took a lot of work, back work to do what I wanted to do. So finally, we were in the process of finding a place end of December 2019. There was a personal crisis at home because of which I had to travel overseas to take care of my mom. 
It felt like everything was coming together and suddenly I had to put everything on the halt. But lucky for me, when I came back, the place was still available. So I thought it was a sign from the universe that I had to take up the studio, which is what we did. And the negotiations took some time because I'd come back from overseas around Feb and, and we started doing and COVID was slightly on the rise and, and people around the world we're talking, you know, but we were still going on with our usual stuff. It so happened when I tell the story, it all seems very surreal to me. I got the keys of the studio, a place which was meant to connect people physically, invite them. It was like a mental health studio, you know, welcome people as groups to do artwork, connect, social. And um, I got the keys on the 13th and on the 16th, they announced the first lockdown throughout Australia. It was quite surreal because it was quite scary as well, because it was not happening only to me, but it was happening to others as well. And as a startup, you would understand how much work goes into getting to that stage. Not only as a startup, as a woman itself, I think we have a lot of self-doubts when we start and similar to me. And I think a lot of women who have been on this journey, business seems like a really hard task to do and most of us don't do it because of that other responsibilities we need to do so yes that was a blow at that time but what was really I call it funny or dark humor is time went by and then slowly the restrictions started easing so we started getting back into the studio and started making the place and I started building stuff and decorating my studio we fixed a, another date for the open studio and they announced the second lockdown this for me was a sign from the universe because I believe in serendipity and I was like, what are you trying to tell me? Am I not supposed to be doing this? No matter what I find is no matter how strong you are, how positive you are, when things go out of control and out in the universe, there are times when you self-doubt creeps in and I call self-doubts tiny specks of magnet. They are like attract, like a moth attracted to light. When one comes in, then you suddenly are actually completely uh, blaming yourself and thinking of ways in which you think, oh my God, how could I have prevented this from happening? And for me, what was interesting was a couple of factors, right? Because first of all, it's a startup, right? I didn't choose the time, but it just so happened it happened to coincide with the rise of COVID. And the other thing, what I found quite interesting was Mental health as such is a very taboo topic, right? And here I was trying to talk about a startup company. First, it's a startup in COVID, trying to talk about mental health in itself, where it's got a lot of stigma to it. I was asking people to make art as a strategy to take care of mental health. I was a woman <laughs> who was asking to do all this. More importantly, I was a South Asian woman. As you would know, different cultures, the level of stigma varies. And in, in, in a South Asian culture, the stigma is like really, really prevalent even now. So people around me or there have been circumstances where I have been laughed at or, or not taken seriously. And you want to do what? You want to found what? What is this place about? And stuff like that. So it's been a very interesting journey so far. And how did you feel about, you know, like the second time? I know you said there was self-doubt, but uh, did you ever feel like, oh my God, maybe the universe is telling me that this is something that I shouldn't do? How did it play mentally for you, your mental health? It was a very scary time because personally as well, I was a virtual carer of my mom. I couldn't go visit her. So that aspect was playing in the mind. Physically being in Australia, I consider ourselves really lucky in terms of how we have handled COVID. But as a startup business, 
who's trying to establish a business along with self doubt there is a lot of logistical things which didn't happen the networking didn't happen people didn't quite have the space at that point because they were already in a space of taking care of themselves they didn't want to interact so even the most established businesses around me were shutting down that is a very very scary time to be and it is a space beyond doubt because like i mentioned it almost seems like every single thing everywhere you go it feels like you shouldn't do it however you have this tiny little voice in your head which says this is actually something which is going to be helpful and i'd have to do it so i was conflicted most of the time but i have been very lucky because i've had a few friends who have been very supportive and who have kept me on that journey take one day at a time take maybe even half a day at a time sometimes even one hour at a time you don't have to worry about what life is going to look 6 years down the time or not just breathe it has been a mixture of feelings i've also made really really good connections and what i find is a time of stress when there is a crisis happening there are things which you learn at the speed of lightning if i had started this business in a non covid time i'm pretty sure the amount of lessons i have learned would have been half or quarter but because this was under a very high pressure environment and everything was changing i took it as a challenge because i was trying to teach people to be creative to take care of mental health it was almost the universe was saying apply it to your life start being creative and start to think of ways you can maintain your mental health <laughs> you can take care of your mental health under a crisis because you need to walk the walk talk the talk right so that's how it felt for me how did you if the universe you believe that the universe was telling you these things that you need to take care of your mental health and be creative how did that play out for you i go by three things in my life the first thing i go by is to have a deep sense of belief in yourself and that believes comes by having something to be grateful for every single day so i have a practice where i am no matter how bad the day is and especially if the day is bad i will take a minute to acknowledge what is going good at that time that was number 1 number 2 i always find or surround myself with what i call a star group a star group are people who are same they tell it as it is they are really assuring and they raise you they are not people who pull you down they raise you so they are raisers so i look for star groups so these are the four things i look for they should be sane they should be honest and tell you as it is they should be really assuring and they need to raise you that was the second thing i did and that came from like a couple of friends and chloe's family the rest i didn't listen to i was just just blocked them out i would nod my head and say yes but i would just not you know take it in or i would take time to take the feedback in the third thing was and the most important thing for me not to be afraid of changing your course we all think that we are sitting on somewhere we have to go through a path we have to drive through this path however when something happens it is very very important to take that in and not be afraid to go on the path where never anybody has gone yes there will be challenges but there will also be opportunities wow that's really amazing and that help you to overcome the challenge of uh, opening your business during the covid would you say 
yes it gave me an outlook of how to stay on like how to just keep going so one thing which i did to change course was go online and started telling stories so i said if people can't come to me i can reach them out through virtually telling them what i do and forming the connections or i started telling stories every week i uh, did a program called keep it together where i would tell stories teach them about how the brain works and how art making can be a way of calming your anxieties and how gratitude journal works and different topics every week so we covered different topics i've started connecting with more people online and i have met more people online than i would have ever networked if it was in a natural situation where you have face to face interactions and because of covid and because everybody was forced to do that everybody was willing to do the meetings online and for me it was a total boon because i was working from home most of the time taking care of the kids and doing this so homeschooling was challenging but it had its certain peaks at certain times so that's how we started getting traction and and we finally opened our doors in august and and i'm slowly as a young business i call ourselves uh, we've already had our lesson in resilience so we try now to keep one day forward there is a long way to go but it is looking like if i keep doing the work things will start falling into place yes that's really amazing and i think that's what is happened practice make it perfect so that's it is just continuing to believe in what you're doing and that's so amazing what you said so how did you find the work that you do have you find that it has helped people with the creativity and the art the work i do at the moment there are a couple of challenges like i mentioned earlier i find that the more people come into the studio or start understanding what we do there's a lot of positive response as well there is still a long way to go in terms of how it has helped people one of the stories i would like to tell you is i had a group of friends overseas they are mature age women uh, who are feeling quite anxious and nervous and because they couldn't go out in the lockdown they were not meeting anybody right so what i did as one of the ways of helping through art is i would send them these art activities every single day and they took on as a practice to 15 minutes of the art making i would say suggesting them to do with mindfulness and the strategies you would be amazed none of these uh, women they are all aged over 65 they've never explored art as a medium right and i can share some of the photos or, or it is already on the website they have taken so much liking that there was a actual change in their personalities by the end of the 30th day from when they started feeling quite restless and alone and anxious they actually started telling other women how this can help in the community and have been starting to practice art every day and actually teaching the other women too so for me that is a big achievement in itself wow so did they tell you how this has changed them like did they give an example i'm in touch with them constantly so they've been really vocal about how this practice of making art every day you know dedicated art for 15 minutes every day has actually improved their mood boosted their self confidence and given them a true sense of worth and a purpose in life covid made them feel like they are isolated and they cannot connect now suddenly through this artwork they are able to express themselves process their thoughts a little better and 
when you do artwork, the serotonin gets released and that's a naturally calming effect. So your happiness levels get elevated anyway. So they have been sharing with me that experience. So much so that other people started asking them, how come you don't feel so sad anymore? How come you don't feel anxious anymore? How are you handling this? You know, for me, that's the kind of conversations we need to have because mental health, as we all know, is a continuum. It's accumulative experiences of everyday stress, which gets us to a certain place, right? And there is a lot of taboo in even talking or admitting about anxiety and stress and everyday factors which aid to that. And I think this experience for me kind of brings back home that I'm actually doing valuable work and this is something which we need to be doing. Wow, that's so amazing, Rupa. For yourself, for example, uh, with people who are listening and don't know anything about healing mental health with art, if they said, okay, should I just take a, a piece of paper at home and then just draw something or what should I do? What would you say to them? Art as such has been there for a lot of centuries. So you would find that there's a lot of meditative self-help books which works. I encourage people to do any kind of art, but the practice I actually, when you facilitate it with the art therapist, it's quite different. The way it is different is that like any self-help book, the self-help book can only take you to a certain extent, right? But when you are doing a structured active with a qualified professional, it is different. The way I would put it is, yes, you can go run, you can go, you know, do your exercise, your swimming on your own. You can learn the techniques and that is helpful and you should do that. But at some time, you really need to get together, have a proper coach who would tell you how to do those stuff. And that's what the mental health studio does. So we introduce strategies and techniques and art is not used as a product. Uh, we don't do art for the product. We do art for meaning making. So when you come in, I run a, a lot of uh, workshops. Different workshops have different themes. The workshops could be on connecting your to yourself. The workshop could be on uh, finding your vision in life. How do you move forward? The workshop could be on dealing with grief. The workshop could be on dealing with a new baby or dealing with people. One of the dear topics for me is if you are a carer, what kind of self-care do you need to take? If you're taking care of somebody, be it virtual or physical, how do you be there? And the other thing is workplace stress. Now that we have bought the workplace at home, there is a lot of boundaries which we cross every single day, even without realizing. So that's kind of the workshops I teach and, and I use art making. So art making doesn't necessarily have to be just paint and brush. We use art materials as our vocabulary. Nobody expects anybody to be an artist. All you need is this mindset to explore and experiment. Okay, so that sounds really good. So with your own experience and... Uh what you have learned through COVID and for your life in general, as a woman, how would you say that, I know you were talking during COVID, you said there was three things that was important for you to go through all of that, but uh, what advice could you give to anyone who's feeling in that situation where, for example, they cannot have access to the art? What could you say to them to help them finding a way? For me, the first thing I would say is you should always not be afraid to reach out. 
you are the expert of yourself and if there is a feeling which makes you think that something is amiss and you're not feeling okay the first step is just have at least one person you can reach out to and one person you can talk to and do it in a way that you know it feels comfortable and safe to you because there are a lot of people and there are a lot of organizations out there at the moment who who are willing to you know take in that time and reaching out for me is is the first and foremost thing and um the other thing for me which is really helpful is being honest to yourself you don't have to be a hero and you don't have to prove that you can do everything and it's okay it's okay to take a break and women we are notorious for ignoring the signs of hunger thirst you know physical exhaustion and it's okay to take a break in fact when you take a break you are actually making yourself so much more better it's like feeling fuel right your car doesn't run without a fuel you need to take a break and and it's okay to take a break so i schedule in regular breaks just do one thing at a time that's it very amazing this advice because you say that this is what you do as well so that's so great thank you so much rupa for being in the driver seat club today and sharing your story and sharing what a great job you're doing by using art and creativity to help people with mental health and i'm sure that uh, people will reach out Thank you so much Valerie and I really think that you're doing commendable work. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to tell my story and to reach out to women like me and I hope this particular talk helps one person. I would be very grateful and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. Well, thank you so much and uh, you take great care of yourself. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned and subscribe to the Driver Seat Club. Until next time, Have a powerful day.